Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of the Potter's House in Virginia Beach. church with a worldwide vision for winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. We're a Pentecostal church affiliated with the Christian Fellowship Ministries. We hope you enjoy today's sermon. Oh, and he was speaking to his wife during lunch one day. And here I come, I'm walking by, you know, I see, hey, Oliver's speaking to his wife. And I heard him speaking. I was like, hey, buddy, what kind of language are you talking? <laughs> And so he says, this is my, my our native language we were communicating. I was like, man, I've never heard anything like that. It sounded like a bunch of clicking and knocking going on. He said, yeah. He said, he taught me how to say, whoa, amen, in, uh, in Navajo, in Nunchuk. You know, what it means is when you're riding a horse, you tell the horse, whoa. He said, the problem is, is that the horse keep going when you say the word. So they, still, they don't say that word any longer. These uh, Native American men, uh, they changed the tithe of the war. And here it is, they were using, you know, uh, this language to use uh, 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 battle plans. The uh, Japanese, they couldn't pick it up. You know, they was calling in artillery fire. The Japanese, they couldn't pick that up. They was getting frustrated. How many knows that you and I, we have a special language that we speak as Christians? Amen. Uh, that God has given you and I. We are spiritual wind talkers in this place. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, we're praying tonight that you will be filled with the Holy Ghost this evening before you walk out those doors. There's a word in the Greek, it's called pneuma, and this word means spirit. It also means breath or wind. In the upper room, uh, amen, in the book of Acts, uh, this is what happened, uh, is that uh, the window, amen, uh, the spirit of God comes through it. uh, the people of God are praying where Jesus told them to go to Jerusalem and pray. Uh, and as they're praying, uh, here it is, the Holy Spirit comes in, uh, and uh, they're filled with the Holy Spirit. If you read, amen, Acts 2, I was in Mexico, and I'm setting up this sermon. I'm preaching the same sermon. And as I'm getting to Acts 2, all of a sudden, a window flew open inside of the church behind the drum set. And I'm looking at this, I mean, not just a light wind, but I mean, a a gust of wind come through. The curtains are standing up like this. I'm looking over, it took a chair, it threw the chairs into the drum sets. I was looking at, I I look at my my interpreter and I'm like, hey man, uh, maybe we should just run. (laughs) I was surprised, like, holy smokes, you know, 200 people seen this happen. I said, well, do you run or you preach the gospel? I'm going to preach the gospel tonight. Amen. God is going to do something powerful in this place tonight. Let's read the scripture. Amen. I titled this wind talkers. Amen. We are spiritual wind talkers out of Romans 8, 26 verse. We read two verses. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself make intercession for us, uh, with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I come to you by the blood. 
Father, there's nothing good that's in this man, Father, you know. God, I lift up your name, God, and give you praise. God, I say hallelujah to you, God, this day. Father, speak to your people. Touch their hearts, God. Fill them with the Holy Spirit, oh God, I pray. God, give them the power, God, uh, of the kingdom and the keys, I pray this evening. In the name of Jesus Christ and God's people said this evening, amen, amen. You know, the, uh, the Spirit of God has a two-part ministry. I'll give you an example. When I got saved in the year of 2000, it was December, right after Christmas. I got saved. I came to an altar. I told you before, amen. I, I just bowed my knee and said a simple prayer. God, he drew me to him. Uh, praise God. I had a Holy Ghost honeymoon with uh, God. Uh, you know, weeks and weeks after I came to the altar, praise God. I'm going to tell you, I filled with so much joy. Oh, my Lord, I was filled with joy. It was so much to the point uh, that, you know, one morning I woke up, uh, I, I go to, uh, you know, g uh, get my uniform on, I'm out the door, I go to work, uh, my boss, she sees me coming down the hallway of where I worked at, and she's like, hey, Sergeant Graham, how you doing? I said, I'm doing good, ma'am, how are you? She said, there's something different about you. I said, yeah, really? I said, what is it? She said, have you lost weight? I said, no, I go to the Potter's House Christian Church. We fellowship. There's no time to lose weight there. I said, but do you know Jesus? Hey, man, I began to witness to everything that was on that base. I mean, if a dog came past, I gave him a flyer. <laughs> That's when I got saved. But let me tell you something. Something happened weeks after that. We was getting ready for an Alvin Smith revival. And, uh, you know, God, he woke me up in the middle of the night uh, about a week before. And he tells me I have something special for you. You know, God tell you he got something special for you, man. It's got to be good. I was like, okay, God, I said, I'm looking for, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's the revival. Hallelujah. You know, in the middle of the night, I'm laying in the bed. I'm, I'm thinking about this. And all of a sudden, from the crown of my head to my feet. I felt the spirit of God over me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. What's going on here? You know, I'm awake my wife. I was, baby, what's going on? She was like, what's wrong? I said, I don't know, but I think it's God. She says, it, it, it's possible that it is. Uh, and I begin to speak out in tongues out of nowhere. Speaking in tongues. I was like, oh, man, this is great. You know, I'm like, man, I, I said, something has happened. She says, yes, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit in my bed in the middle of the night. Later on, amen, when the revival happened, Alvin Smith gave me a word of what was going to happen in my future. So God, he did that two-part, amen, uh, in that, hallelujah. He did, amen, did do something that was powerful. So the Holy Spirit, amen, has a two-part ministry. One is to draw you to Jesus Christ, amen, for you to get saved. Number two is that you be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is God's plan. This is God's design. Even this evening, amen, God wants to do this. Amen. Fill his Christians uh, with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, pastor, I, I never heard it like that before. Is it biblical? Yes, it is. We can read in the Bible. Amen. Let's read. Amen. Uh, or, or I'll tell you what. I'll just paraphrase it for time's sake. Amen. But here it is. Uh, Paul uh, in, uh, in Acts 9. If you know the story about Paul, he's on his way to Damascus. You know, he's breathing fire. He's, uh, you know, uh, uh, persecuting Christians, dragging them out, sending them to jail and all of this. Uh, amen. He already seen Stephen, you know, martyred and all of this is happening. But on his way to Damascus, he runs into Jesus. 
Amen. The Bible says immediately he asked Jesus, what would you have me do? God tells him, I want you to go to the, street, to the place called Street Straight, uh, and I want you to go there. There's going to be a man by the name of Ananias that's going to be there. Amen. Uh, you know the story. He goes in there. He's blinded. Uh, amen. Uh, Ananias comes in, a man filled with the Holy Ghost. He lays hands on Paul. Uh, uh, the Bible says things like scales fell from his eyes. Amen. That, that he was able to see things differently spiritually. Amen. From this point. Uh, Amen. Here it is uh, that God, amen, drew him in, uh, and then he filled this man with the Holy Spirit. Listen, God wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listen, amen, uh, that God, uh, when he touched you with the Holy Spirit, things will be different from that time. I'm going to tell you, that night uh, when I woke up, uh, I didn't realize how different things were going to be the next day. When I woke up, I would go outside. I'm getting ready to go to get in my car to go to work. Uh, I noticed, amen, when I opened the door that the grass was green. I was like, man, you know, I, I never realized that. How green and beautiful grass was. You know, wait a minute. That's a tree. And it's beautiful. Oh, how beautiful that tree is. And I can hear the birds. Oh, the air. This is God's creation. I never really noticed God's creation. But once I was filled with the Holy Spirit, I was like, like he opened my eyes to see different things. Uh, listen, God, he wants to open your eyes where you're able to see uh, spiritually. See, the Bible tells us, amen, uh, in John 4, 24, it says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Listen, how do you worship God this evening? Well, I, you know, I just say, you know, a couple of prayers. Dinner time, I say a prayer. You know, God bless my Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> you know, before I go to bed, as God, thank you for the day I'm going to bed. Uh, amen. You know, that's how you pray. I'm going to tell you, there's much more to it and more powerful prayers that you can pray once you're filled by the Spirit of God. Amen. The Bible tells us, amen, that God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The problem is, is that we as human beings, we have weaknesses. Oh, yes, we have these weaknesses. One of these weaknesses is called lust. I know where your mind just went, but I'm not talking about that kind of lust right now, okay? I, maybe I am talking about that kind of lust. Whatever your problem might be, it's still a weakness. It's a problem. <laughs> but I'm talking about, you know, there's things that you want for yourself, that you spend it on your own pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, God, I want a car. God, I want a house. God, I want a job. God, I want money. God, I give me, God, give me, God, give me, give me, give me is your prayer. And the problem is, uh, is that it is a lustful prayer. And when we pray like this, amen, uh, that we pray amiss that we don't get the things that we want because of this lust uh, Amen, that we pray with the possessions uh, and greed, uh, material things, uh, the motives of our hearts uh, is how we pray. Well, you know, Pastor, I, I, I pray, you know, to fellowship with Jesus. Oh, really? How do you do that? God, I just want to fellowship with you. <laughs> that how you do it? Okay. Well, how do you pray for faith and justification by grace and you know, to be sanctified. I mean, to have your heart cleansed. How do you pray? Well, I just pray just like that. God, to give me some faith. God, I believe in. Oh, really? 
Okay, listen to what the Bible says, amen, of 1 Corinthians 2.11. For who among men knows the thought of man except man's spirit within inside of him? In the same way, no one knows the thought of God except the spirit of God. So what I'm saying, amen, tonight is it's the spirit of God that lives inside of you that knows how to connect with the Father in heaven, praise the Lord, through, amen, Jesus Christ, the Son. That when we pray in spirit, uh, that we can make things move. It's not going to be the, the skillfulness of who you are, your, your talent, uh, or your cunningness. Uh, you know, any devices, uh, no, it's not going to help you. I'm going to tell you, not even angels can help you with this. But it's going to have to be the spirit of God. Now, whether you knew it or not, that God, he's not about mixing, you know. And what I'm talking about, amen, mixing, you know, in one part of the Bible, it speaks about uh, that God doesn't want man to use an oxen and a donkey together because these are two animals of different burdens. There's one, amen, that will take the burden on and work hard as he can, but then there's another one, the donkey. He's stubborn. You know, you almost got to beat him to death to get him to move. You know, if he don't want to move, he's not going anywhere. We used to ride these things as kids, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, you rode the donkey or you, 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 was, you was in bad shape because everybody else had a horse. You know, the horses, man, they had take off running, you know, galloping. You know, you're trying to keep up with the rest of the kids, but you're on this donkey. <laughs> come on, man, come on. No, I'm not going nowhere now. I, I'm just No, a donkey is stubborn. I, listen, God is speaking about these oxen and donkeys being yoked together. They just don't work that way. It's like a mixing. I'm going to tell you something else if you didn't know, men. That God ain't about men dressing and, you know, and women clothing either. You know, mixing things up there. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I hope no man is wearing, you know, like pantyhose or stockings tonight. <laughs> Here's an example, amen, about mixing you know, they say an apple a day will keep the doctor away. That's what they say, right? The reason why is because an apple is nutritious and it's healthy for your body. My problem is, is I don't like apples. I hate apples. You know, especially those red apples. You know what I'm saying? You know, you bite into that apple and you, you got to chew the hull on the apple. <laughs> you know, you're chewing and chewing and finally, you know, you get it soft enough after about 15 minutes of chewing and then you're able to swallow this thing. You know, I don't like, you know, the red hull on the apple because if you don't chew it enough, it's like hanging up on the back of your throat, man. I, I, I'd rather not do the apple, especially the red one. But if you take that same apple and you take a popsicle stick, and you stick that popsicle stick in the middle of that apple, and you roll it around in some caramel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm from Long Beach, California. It ain't caramel, it's caramel. <laughs> you roll it around in that, you know, you take it out and you sprinkle some candy on top of it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I need you to put some peanuts, you know, <laughs> just some salted peanuts, you know, crushed up and you put it around. You take that puppy and you turn it upside down until it dries. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you what. I will eat that apple from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> I told the people in Mesa, Arizona about that. This lady, Mexican lady, she said, I'll bring you a Mexican apple. I bet you eat that. I said, I don't think so, ma'am. 
She brought that Mexican apple. It was all red in this candy. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it had kind of salty, you know. I don't know what she used, uh, but I said, I'll eat it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I took it to my room, and I took a little knife, and I cut just a slice out of it, and I started chewing it. I was like, man, that's pretty good. <laughs> man, before I knew it, man, I had ate the whole core of that apple, man. See, the problem is when you do an apple like that, roll it around in all that candy and sweets, you take the nutrition away from it. And see, what happens is what is supposed to help you, it harms you. This is what I'm talking about when I'm saying you're mixing your prayers, amen, with your human thoughts and your own lust. It becomes a hindrance instead of helping you and I. Listen to what James 4.3 tells us uh, this evening. It says, you ask and you do not receive. It says, because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your own pleasure. James is telling us this. Can you imagine, you know, passing away? It's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to die. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's a thousand percent that that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know nobody that got away with it except Jesus. That's why I serve him. <laughs> You know, can you imagine going into attorney, meeting Peter, you know, at the pearly gates. Uh, you standing there. He tell you to come in, my good and faithful servant. The very words you want to hear when you die, <laughs> come in, <laughs> you know. And he, you get into heaven and, and he shows you this storehouse. I want to show you something. You go over to this storehouse. He opened these great big doors on his storehouse. And as you go inside the storehouse, you begin to look around. Man, these, this stuff looks familiar. Uh you know what? I think I prayed for that down there on earth and I never got it. Hey, that's that very thing that I wanted. And I never did get it. Peter like, yeah, because you prayed amiss. You was praying in your own human strength and your weakness and your lust. And you mixed it all up with the things of God. And guess what? You prayed amiss and you didn't get it. But see, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, let me tell you something. It's like the floodgates of heaven opens up when i got saved filled with the holy ghost i'll begin to pray for different things according to the will of god things like you know giftings you know i i didn't never i never heard about gifts of god i never heard about discernment or you know praying for the sick healing or anything like that you know i but when i got saved i began to read about this i was like man that's interesting and the bible says you know if you ask for it god he'll give it to you let me tell you something god he did it you know, I'm out on outreach one day, my son and I, and we run into this Muslim family in Arlington, man. You know, the whole neighborhood is Muslim. And we're knocking on doors. And, and so this, this woman, she opens the door and she tells me, she, hey, she says, I'm Muslim, but I need healing. My foot is swollen. She takes her shoe off. Her foot is swollen big. And so we began to pray for her. My son placed his hand over her foot, and we began to pray. And when he moved his hand, let me tell you, that swelling, it went away. I was like, oh, God, it's on now. <laughs> I, the very thing I've been praying for is happening. You know what I'm saying? I didn't pray, you know, miss this time. Amen. I prayed in spirit, and God, he answered it according to his will, his purpose. So my son and I, we finished, you know, witnessing to the lady, prayed with her. We began to walk down the street. All of a sudden, somebody's running down the street, amen. <laughs> you know, he had his little jihad on. Uh, like, hey, I was like, run, son. <laughs> run. <laughs> you know, it's time to go. <laughs> you know, this guy, he wants something, you know. 
They said, no, 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 no. He says, I, I need your help. I said, okay, what, what you got, buddy? He said, I have this back pain. It's been hurting me for so long. Can you pray for you? Pray for my mother and she got healed. I need prayer for this. I said, sure. I said, you believe in Jesus Christ? He said, yeah. You know, I didn't go through all of those hardships, you know. You know, are you saved and this and that, you know, and, and legalism. I didn't go through all of that. Do you believe in Jesus? I said, yes, I do. I do. I placed my hand on his back. I began to pray for this guy. And something in his back popped. My hand jumped. I was like, oh. Okay, praise the Lord. I move my hand. I said, how do you feel? Test it out. He says, man, I'm healed. I said, oh, God is on now. Hallelujah. Amen. There's people that are sitting here tonight that you have the gift of healing. You have the gift of faith. Praise God. You have, amen, the knowledge of wisdom. You have the, 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 the knowledge of word. Uh, you have all of this. Uh, but you know what? You're not asking God to, in the right spirit. You're not asking God for these things. God is waiting to give you these things. In Matthew 21, 22, it says, And whatever thing you ask in prayer and believing, you will receive. Do you believe that? See, because God's word, amen, tonight is truth. And when we take truth and apply it to our life, uh, let me tell you, there's some miracles that can happen. Praise the Lord. I'm in Mexico all the time, and I'm seeing God do these things. Uh, it blows my mind every time somebody get healed. You know, at the same church that the miracle happened with the window open, after service, amen, we did a call to your people come to the altar to pray for the Holy Spirit. Five people got filled with the Holy Spirit that night. Not just that, but it was a gentleman that had a tumor in his stomach. And he walks up to me. You could feel the tumor. It's the size of a football. You know, and I just, hey, man, let's just believe God, man. And we prayed, and right there, this thing goes down. Right there in the church, this man is completely healed. Why is that? That's because, amen, we're believing God and we're praying in spirit. We're praying in truth. Hallelujah. And God is moving, amen, because God wants to heal people. You know, God loves confirmation. He loves, amen, flexing his muscles. <laughs> you know, I know some of you men, you be in a mirror. Oh, yeah, nobody's looking. You know what? <laughs> you old and you fat like me, you still be in the mirror. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nobody got it like I got it. <laughs> Y'all laughing, but you know what I'm talking about, huh? You know what I'm saying? Oh, when I was younger, I used to be. <laughs> okay, I'm telling on myself. But anyway, hey amen. God wants to flex his muscles. He wants to show people who he is. And he need a people, amen, that's filled with the Holy Spirit so he can use you as a vessel to perform and demonstrate his power through you. Let's talk about being directly connected to God. See, as a spirit-filled believer, we have to be, amen, directly connected to God. Amen, our Father, amen, through the Son, uh, via the Holy Spirit, praise God. The Bible talks about, uh, amen, Jesus being our advocate. And Jesus, he speaks about, you know, the, the helper. He talks about the gift, uh, praise God, in the Gospels, that he's going to send this gift. The gift is here. All we have to do is ask him. And he is faithful, amen, to give us this gift. He calls the gift a comforter. <laughs> See, I just lost a couple of y'all right there. You know, I say comforter, you thought about your bed. <laughs> I can't wait till I get home. Hurry up and quit preaching so I can go get up under my comforter. 
<laughs> where it's nice and warm. It's been raining. It's cold. The temperature changing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pastor, you need to hurry up. <laughs> I get up under my comforter. No, I'm not talking about that kind of comforter. Amen. I'm talking about a comforter as such. Amen. There were some pe- group of people, Greeks, these warriors, that these warriors, I'm not talking about Romans. I'm talking about the Greek, that these warriors, that they wore armor on the front side only. Uh, the helmet part was only covered, you know, the front part, the, 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 the front, you know, the breastplate on the back, it was wide open. And the reason for that is because if they broke and run in war, that they were cowards and they needed to be killed. So the way they would fight is that they would use a comforter or a paraclete is the Greek word that they would use. Uh, uh, come here, man. Let me, let me show you what a paraclete is. You a warrior? Okay, come on. That's what I was saying. It's a confidence. Amen. This guy said a prayer. He got healed yesterday. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now turn around. Not in a complete circle. Come, turn, 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 face the wall. There you go. <laughs> anyway, the helper, amen, the comforter, and these soldiers, they would fight back to back. They would learn to fight in the 360 around. And when they could feel when one would move one way, that the other one would move the other way and protect that side. If the other one would move a different direction, the other one would move and he would protect this side. This is who the Holy Spirit is to you and I. See, we always pray, God, get me out of this situation. God, I'm going through a grievance. You can sit down, buddy. We can can go. God, I'm hurting. And God is like, no, 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 no. I want you to go through this. But I'm going to send you my helper to help you get through it. Because if I, you can't go through anything, how can you be taught anything? You'll never learn anything, you, especially faith. You know what I'm saying? One thing I hate is grief. Oh, man, I hate grief, man. But it comes to all of us. Grief, he comes knocking. You know, I, loved ones, they step into eternity. Kids, man, kids can disappoint you. You know, I pray for, and then your kid could do something. You're like, oh, God, man, I don't want to go through this with them. You know, you don't pray, God, you know, make this pass. But you're like, God, you counted all joy. You know, thank you, Lord, that I'm going through this because you're producing something inside of me. And I'm believing in you, and I'm believing in your Holy Spirit. Brother, you're going through something. There's something in your life right now that you're going through, and you're being tested. It's a test that you're going through. And, you know, you speak it to yourself, you know, why is this is happening now? Why is this very thing going on in my life? And God is saying, I'm trying to produce some patience inside of you. It's the reason why it's happening. And he wants you to have that confidence in who he is because he's getting involved in what you're going through. And this very thing is going to pass from your life. Hallelujah. You'll look back on the hindsight. It's 2020 all the time. You look back on that in life. You'll be like, man, that wasn't so bad after all. It was just a period of time in my life that I needed to go through this. And God sent his helper. He sent the comforter to help me through this. And guess what? I'm ready to go through the next thing. Amen. When God sent it his your way. God is on your side, partner. Amen. Don't give up. Press in. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me pray for you, man. Uh, God is good, ain't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, nobody told me nothing. Huh? God, he said it too. Hey, God is confirming his word to you. Amen. Raise your hands. You say you go to this church? Okay, praise God. Amen. You saved. That's what matters. Amen. Raise your hand. Let's pray. Your wife? 
Come, come, let's pray together. Amen. You guys in this together. Help me pray, church, for this couple. Father in heaven, I come by the blood of Jesus, Lord God. Help him. Open his eyes, God. Let him see. God, protect him, God. Employ angels, God, to be around him, Lord. Uh, when he prays a prayer, God, uh, in heaven, uh, that you'll respond, Father, I pray, God. Uh, God, bless their lives, oh God, in heaven. Their children, Lord, I pray, cover them this very day in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise. Oh, glory. Listen, the problem with us as Christians is a lot of us, we're just not connected. And Jesus has wanted us to be connected. Listen to his prayer in John 14, 16th verse. And I will pray the Father that he will give you another helper and that he might, may abide with you forever. Now, Jesus is praying that he may abide with you forever. Praise God. Amen. He's on our side. Verse 26, amen, of John 14, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring it to your remembrance all things I had said to you. You know, sometimes you get in situations, you'd be like, I just don't know what to say. You know, you, you might be in front of a judge, a principal, or somebody. You know, you might be even on a witness. You know, it's God been prompting you to speak. You know, and you're worried. What should I say? What should I? But the Holy Spirit that resides inside of you, he will give you the words to say. All you got to do is open your mouth. You know, it, that's just like, you know, when you feel with the Holy Spirit, when the pastor tells you, come on up, you know, get filled with the Holy Spirit. You stand at the altar. You got your hands up. You even got tears in your eyes. You know, when it's speaking tongues and you're like, no, 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 no. Speak in tongues. Let your mouth move. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, what are you doing, man? It ain't like Jesus going to come down out of heaven and grab your tongue and be like, blah, 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 blah. that you got to move by faith and just do it. You know, there's this thing called blackout drive in the army. And what blackout drive is, is when we would go to a new area, we would convoy in at nighttime. Everybody would cut out the, the lights on the vehicle. Even the, the dash lights, we'll take, you know, 100-mile-an-hour tape, and we'll black out those lights, you know. So when we're driving, we're driving slow, you know, into an area. We drive, we make a perimeter around that area, and then we go and we set out security. In the morning time, when the enemy, when he looks up, what he sees is this whole operation working. Whatever, you know, the, the MOS or the job that we'll be doing, we're ready to perform business right there. But we move in blackout drive. You, you know, a lot of times you ain't got to understand everything that happened. You know, sometimes people read the Bible. You know, I, I really want to I don't understand. You know, well, maybe it ain't made for you to understand right now. All God wants you to do is to believe. Do you believe, amen, tonight? Because if you can believe, hallelujah, the Bible says that you can make mountains move from one place to another. That's powerful. What do you mean? See, right now you already, what do you mean a, a mountain? I can speak to a mountain and it move? I'm talking about spiritual mountains. There's some folks you're sitting here and you got some mountains in your life. You know, you got some situations that need to be moved. And God is like, listen, I just need you to believe. Just move in blackout drive. You can make some things happen. Hallelujah. We just need to believe simply. Just have childlike faith. You know, my, my grandson, he, he told me before I leave, he says, Papa, he said he's going to be eight in December. And, you know, this guy, he prays in tongue and everything, man. I was like, dude, come on, man. He's like, rah, 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 rah. I said, come on, you got it going on, brother. 
He says, Papa, before you leave, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Brother, you pray for me. <laughs> I want you to pray for me. You know why? Because you believe. And you know what? You praying, amen. You, you want Papa to be saved. I want Papa to be saved too. You know, pray them angels come down and be surrounded around Papa and take care of Papa while he gone. <laughs> you know? The childlike faith. Are you connected tonight? Because see, when you connect it, the, the devil, he can't stand it. He's the enemy, you know. He, he, you frustrate him when you speak in another language and when you speak in tongues. Just like those Japanese soldiers, you know, and they hearing, you know, those, uh, those cold talkers, those wind talkers that are speaking in their language. They can't figure it out. They hate that. <laughs> I prayed for a guy one time. He was filled with demons. And this guy, he like, oh, you got to stop. I ain't never seen a demon say time out. <laughs> time out. Whoa, whoa, time out, man. The dude went to the bathroom. He looking in the mirror. No tongues. No tongues. I was like, no tongues. You come on back in this living room, buddy. We ain't finished yet, man. We're going to cast some things out of you. The devil don't like tongues. He don't like spirit-filled Christians because he can't decipher what's going on. He wants to. He know what you're saying when you're like, Lord, I need you to protect me to walk across the street. He understands that. You know, but when you like, and you in spirit, you feel the spirit of God, amen, you connecting. Oh, man, the devil, he can't stand it. My mother, she was dying. 2004 and i'm gonna tell you man so in my spirit i was vexed i knew she's passing away i don't want to go through this in this time oh man it hurts so bad and finally i got to the point i said you know what i'm going to church i got up i put my clothes on went to church i grabbed me a metal chair i sat it in the in the in the nursery sat my face in the wall i said i'm not leaving here till there's some change i begin to pray and i'm praying in tongues Man, I'm praying hard. I'm crying. Tears are flying. It's not flying. I'm leaning over in the chair. Can't even sit up. I'm praying. But I'm going to tell you something. There was a sense of peace that happened that day. I sat back up. I stood up. I said, you know what? I can do this. I can do this, God. Thank you, amen, for giving me whatever you gave me from heaven. And I needed it, Lord. Let me tell you something. Days later, I had to go make the arrangements for my mother, put her in the grave. My brother, he acting a fool. This guy, he moving in the flesh. He moving in his feelings. You know, people nowadays, they moving their feelings. I feel, oh, this way, that way. I'm angry at you. I'm bitter. You know what I'm saying? Hey, brother, look, we got business to do. You know, God is helping me in this. He, you know, mom, we going to put mom away. My mother was beautiful when we put her in the casket. And the lady came by, did my mom hair, put makeup on her and all of that. She was beautiful. I said, my, my brother, I said, hey, man, is she good? He looks at me. He hated it, too. Yeah, mom is good. I said, that's all that matter, brother. You close the casket, sir. And when y'all put it in the ground, it's over and it's done. But God gave me the strength to do that. He moved a mountain for me at a time I needed it. Listen, it was because I was connected. You and I, amen, we need to be connected to God in heaven. You know, we're aliens, actually. Oh, wait a minute. You're talking Star Trek stuff. Now, I thought this was spiritual. No, the Bible says that we're aliens. You know what I'm saying? We're not from this place. We're just passing through. <laughs> you know, we're just here for a moment. But then we're going to go home. We're citizens of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. That one day we're going to stand and we're going to worship God forever and ever and ever. Amen. In the kingdom of God. But we're citizens of heaven. We're just moving around in this environment for a little time. 
But see, when we move around in this environment, we need to be connected to God. Give you an example, and I'm closing. When a, a diver, deep sea diver, you all in the Navy, some of y'all in the Navy, y'all know what I'm talking about, divers. You know what I'm saying? They have them big old lead boots on. I'm in the Army, we don't dive. We shoot, you know. <laughs> we do have divers on. But they, they have these big old lead boots on and the gloves, that big old helmet that they put on their head. You know, they connect him up to a hose, you know, that's on the boat. And then they let him down into the ocean. <laughs> He's down in the water, you know, it finally hit the ocean floor. He's walking around. You know, he can work down there, move things down there on the on ocean floor in another environment. You know what I'm saying? He can move things and do all these different things down there. But if somebody stopped pumping that air up top, <gasps> it's going to be some issues. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to be able to do all those things that he want to do down there on that. Listen, there's things that you want to do and need to do in this environment, in this world. See, we're living in darkness, amen. But another thing, too, is that when we pray in spirit in this darkness, in this environment, that God is able to see that light. Why? Because that light, it lives inside of you. Amen. Jesus Christ is that, that light that lives inside can you imagine that in the darkness and yuckiness of this world? When you pray, amen, in spirit that God is like, that's my child. That's my, Gabriel, I want you and Michael to take that, that blessing down to them. You know, she's praying. What that other person over there praying? They're not praying in spirit. God don't see that. Oh, but, but God, he's blessed. Yes, God, he honors. He's a blesser. God moves in grace. But he says, amen, those who worship him, worship him in spirit and truth. How do you worship God tonight? Are you connected to God, amen, tonight? As a citizen of heaven, amen, do you speak in the language of Christianity, of Jesus Christ, in spirit and truth? Let me have every head bowed and every eye closed. You know, what's wonderful about these wind talkers is it was years, over 50 years later, half of them had already died. But President Bush, he ended up giving the highest award to them, to the ones that were living. When we go into heaven, we pass away and go into eternity, we're going to be granted those awards, amen, by God. He's going to give us, amen, our due just awards, amen, in heaven. That's going to be a wonderful day. I can imagine God tell us, you know, you prayed in spirit and truth, and you toppled over kingdoms of the demonic. You prayed it, and you, somebody got saved because of the prayer you prayed. Things happened because you prayed in spirit. Tonight, are you connected to God? Do you speak in tongues? Amen. Maybe you're in this place and somebody told you to come out, and you're not saved. Just simply you give your heart to Jesus Christ. The Bible tells you and I, amen, in John 3, that you must be born again to inherit the kingdom of God. You have to be born again. You was born of your mother flesh one time. But see, being born of the spirit is something totally different this evening. Are you born of the spirit, amen? You're in this place, and pastor, I kind of understand what you're talking about, but I, I, I don't think I'm saved. If that's you in this place, you want to get saved, you raise your hand up very quickly and put it back down. Jesus Christ loves you. He really does. We thank you again for listening. Do you want to receive updates from our church in your inbox? 
make sure to sign up at our website, vvph.org. If this message has been a blessing to you, would you consider supporting our ministry with a generous donation? Please visit our website, vvph.org, and scroll down to find the Give button at the bottom of the page. We would be so grateful for your support. Until next time, love God and love people.